All right, Tuesday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus. My name's 606 people on right now. Switch over Rumble if you're watching on any other platform. It is the only free speech streaming platform out there. Banned off of YouTube, shadow banned off of Facebook. You know the whole story, so switch over to Rumble. And like and share, in case I forget, because I probably will forget when I get started here. Like and share, like and share, like and share. Get this out to as many people as you can. We're trying to... Bust our record on Rumble tonight. I believe our record's letting the sevens, Aaron, something like that. It was like 823. 823 on Rumble. He's trying to get to 1,000 on Rumble tonight. Be part of our record-breaking night, if at all possible. Share it to as many people as you can. Tell them to get on Rumble tonight. All right, let's hop into this thing. Now, this is Biden's war. And just before, I'm going to play the same video that I played in the pregame. It's very short. It's a couple seconds. But just remember that what what these wars are all about. Who do, who do the Democrats receive funds from? They receive campaign funds, campaign contributions, which, again, I don't mean to be redundant, but you need to remember that campaign funds don't just mean campaign funds. You got Corey uh, Bush right now being investigated into misusing her campaign funds because these campaign funds are not used just to buy television ads and to canvas areas and to buy billboard space or whatever else they do. They're used for personal expenses that they somehow with plausible deniability can expense to personal expenses. Just so you know, I mean, it's like it's Swalwell traveling all over the globe, buying imported champagne, staying at uh, five-star resorts, all on campaign funds. Understand that. And campaign funds can easily be distributed. IE Bernie Sanders, IE Ilan Omar to your spouse. And again, just to tell you real quick, Ilan Omar, Her last campaign gave $3.7 million to her husband for campaign consultancy fees. That's totally legal. I wish it wasn't, but it is. Bernie Sanders did basically the same thing with his wife, except he gave his wife, who's who's bought his campaign ads, and whenever you buy campaign ads, 10% of that, you get a 10% commission. So Bernie Sanders, let's just say, spends $50 million on campaign ads, which he did. His wife gets $5 million of that. It's totally legal. That's why Bernie, as a socialist, owns three mansions or three houses. So that's how it works, just so you know. So these people, they get they get these millions slash billions over the years, dollars in campaign contributions. So why, why start new wars? Well, you notice how Donald Trump didn't start a new war. Donald Trump doesn't, first of all, Donald Trump is honest. Second of all, he doesn't need the money. He's worth somewhere between 3 and $5 billion. So he, he really doesn't need the money. The rest of these people with no skills and no talents, no abilities whatsoever, that's why they entered into public life. They're, they're, they're just like people who coach because they can't play. Right. They're people who, you know, they start a business teaching you how to start a business. <laughs> They've never started a business. They've never had a successful business. But their business is teaching you to start the business, and they have absolutely no expertise. That's why that's why these politicians need money. I mean, what what would the Pelosi do if it wasn't for Nancy Pelosi being in the House of Representatives? What would she do? She has no discernible skills whatsoever and has never held any other job. She's simply through hierarchical hypocrisy throughout time gone up the chain of the political ladder. Same thing with Gavin Newsom, her nephew. These people have no discernible skills whatsoever. They can't dig ditches. They can't lay rebar. They can't pull teeth. They can't be dentists. Can't be attorneys. Can't be lawyers. Can't be uh, police officers. Can't be tech people. They can't do anything. They're absolutely incompetent human beings, so they go into leadership. 
So they have, they need money. So the best way to get money into your coffers is to start a new war because then your coffers will be filled by the military industrial complex. So it's very important. See what they do is i.e. Joe Biden gave $6 billion to Iran. And they were all like, that's going for purely humanitarian purposes. That makes absolutely no sense because all funds are fungible. Fungible means easily moved around. So they can just move assets that they already had planned for humanitarian purposes to terroristic purposes because you filled the humanitarian need yourself. Yeah. That's what they did. Of course. So you give $6 billion to Iran. It's all on purpose, folks. It's not mistakes. There, there, there really aren't many mistakes made. There are an occasional mistake that's made. Never by the left. It's all planned. They do this on purpose because they need the money. So Joe Biden gives the money to the people who are going to start the war. So he funds the war makers so that there's a new war and then the military industrial complex donates to Democrats, not the Republicans. Rhino Republicans, yes, the, the, the idiot Republicans like McConnell and Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham's already come out and said, let's bomb Tehran. <laughs> you realize that most people, it's just that Iran is like almost like a red state. What I mean by that is most people in Iran are against the mullahs. Problem is, the only problem with being against the mullahs is they find out you're against the mullahs, the mullahs kill you. Yeah. So most people in Iran are actually against the mullahs but are afraid to speak out because they'll be disappeared by the secret police. So they, they won't speak out. So Lindsey Graham, who, again, couldn't do one sit-up, couldn't do one push-up, <laughs> is now going to storm the beaches of Tehran. You know, symbolically speaking. I know there's no beaches. He wants to bomb their capital. For what? For what exactly? I understand that it's Iranian-backed forces that have just bombed and killed three Americans. I understand that. But what good is it going to do to bomb Tehran? What exactly, what, what good is that going? Absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. There's other things you can do. We're not empowered to do them, so it's not going to get done. So what happens is Democrats, leftists, and rhino Republicans fund the war makers so that there's now a war, and then they get funded by the military-industrial complex, which sends all the missiles, uh, ships, planes and everything into the war. That's why they want a Ukrainian war, because NATO has approved contractors. Hope everybody knows this stuff. You can't just, if you decide you're going you're to open up Bob's bullets and you want to send them to Ukraine, you can't. You have to be an approved contractor. You have to be Raytheon. You have to be Lockheed Martin. You have to be Honeywell. You have to be approved. So that's why they want more and more wars, because only this, it's corny the markets, leveraging into one world commerce system. They, let, they, they create these wars, and only certain people can fund the wars. That's why you have the Clinton Foundation rebuilding Ukraine, the Bill and Hillary Clinton Foundation rebuilding Ukraine, funded by Joe Biden, giving $600 million to the IMF, and we're $34 trillion in debt, about to be $35 trillion in debt in April. We're, getting a trillion, we're adding a trillion dollars worth of debt every 100 days. That's what these wars are about, is Democrats receiving funds or covering their own malfeasance, which you have a full cesspool amalgam inside of Ukraine. That's the reason why there's a Ukraine war. It's never, it has nothing to do with getting Russia. Nothing. It has to do with covering Democratic Party malfeasance and profiting off of both ends of the war. All right, so here's the Biden administration. Western Lensman video. Biden administration four months ago. Biden administration now. Play for me. The war in Yemen is in its 19 month of truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change. And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. I would argue that we've not seen a situation as, as dangerous as the one we're facing now across the region since at least 1970. 
So you just go from September of last year, which is basically four months ago, until now. You have the Biden administration, Jake Sullivan, saying this is the quietest Middle East has ever been. <laughs> We're doing an echo job. And then you have Anthony Blinken come on and say, this is the worst the Middle East has been since even prior to 1972. <laughs> That's the Biden administration for you. These people are incoherent, in, in, incapable, and incompetent. That's who they are. They're absolutely worth it. You, know, you may be like, as a pastor, you shouldn't talk like this. I talk the way the Bible allows me to talk. These are worthless human beings. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. I do not give compliments to dogs. Antony Blinken is a globalist whore, along with Jake Sullivan, who's a globalist whore. Jake Sullivan was very much entrenched in the 2014 color revolution that happened inside of Ukraine, mm -hmm. conducted by the Obama administration, conducted by John McCain and Lindsey Graham to overthrow a, de overthrow a democratic a democratically elected president, or what I think is I think it's president in Ukraine, or, U, or prime minister. I believe it's president. A democratically elected president, Ukraine. They wanted to overthrow him because he was somewhat amiable towards Russia. They can't have that because they got to have their war because they've got to fund the war makers so they get funded by the war funders. It's all the same thing. It's going on in the Middle East right now. It's got nothing to do with American troops. It's got nothing to do with the American flag. It even has nothing to do with Israel. It has to do with, I'm, I'm telling you, life really is this simple. It has to do with funding the Democratic Party. That is it, because Honeywell will fund them. Lockheed Martin will fund them. Raytheon will fund them. Raytheon, who Lloyd Austin was on the board of prior to becoming the defense secretary. He was on their board. He's the defense secretary. When he gets done, he'll go right back on their board. So he secures billion-dollar contracts for them while he's on their board. Then becomes the defense uh, defense secretary, secures multi-billion dollar contracts for them, then goes back on their board. He gets paid millions of dollars on both ends. That's how it works. That's all this is about. I'm telling you. The Bible explains it all to us. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. That that's really is, it really is what it's all about. Just so you know. And, and, and power is symbolic of money. Money is symbolic of power. So you can interchange the two words, but that's what it's really all about. Just so you know. It's got nothing to do with all the, what the we're going to, you know what? The American service members were killed. Now we got to make uh, Iran pay. It's got nothing to do with it. Joe Biden didn't care about American service members. Remember, Mr. Watch, 13, I'm just correcting John, Kareem Jean-Pierre, the our, our American folks, <laughs> servicemen and women, soldiers, servicemen, whatever you want to call them, actually maybe go with their uh, army, navy, marines, whatever they are, and actually know their names perhaps if you're the White House press secretary. Right. But it's got nothing to do with any of the things that you're seeing. Nothing. It has to do with funding the Democratic Party, which is a shill for the globalist left. It really is that simple. I'm no angel video. Three U.S. service members have been killed. Play for me, other. And now he's live at the White House. Lucas, what more can you tell us? Well, Arthel, this is the deadliest attack on American forces in the Middle East since the October 7th Hamas massacre. As you mentioned last night, a drone strike killed three U.S. troops and wounded 25 at a base in northeast Jordan near the border with Syria. That's according to the White House. President Biden releasing a statement moments ago which says, quote, while we are still gathering the facts of the attack, we know it was carried out by radical Iran-backed militant groups operating in Syria and Iraq. 
Jill and I join the families and friends of our fallen and Americans across the country in grieving the loss of these warriors in this despicable and wholly unjust attack. Now, there have been now over 159 attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria and now Jordan over the past three months. What's amazing is that Joe Biden doesn't see the extreme error that he did. I mean, he, it's not even, again, it's not a mistake. So I'm not, I mean, what it, what's amazing to me is that he can actually go out and release a, a press release saying that this attack was carried out by Iran-backed forces when he just gave Iran $6 billion. Yeah. And then three days after, after October 7th, gave $100 million directly to Hamas. Who funds Hamas? Iran. Who funds Hezbollah? Iran. Who fun, funds basically every improvised explosive device that has ever killed or maimed Americans? Iran. Simple as that. And Joe Biden gives him $6 billion, and he doesn't even, I mean, again, he's just depending on everybody being such low information. That's not us on this podcast and on other conservative podcasts. We're not low information people, but he depends on the world being a low information world and his Goebbels propagandists that are on Twitter and all the and ABC, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, and all the rest of the Goebbels, Mockingbird, uh, Pravda propagandists. Again, you know, you think if you were real, if you were like the real media, you would go, Joe Biden just said that this was carried out by Iran-backed forces. Didn't you just give Iran $6 billion? Didn't you just give them $6 billion? And by the way, they're, they're targeted to get even more. They're releasing more and more funds into Iran. And they're taking off, and Joe Biden is, re, is releasing Iran as we speak. As we speak, it's releasing Iran from sanctions. Where's all the talk about tightening sanctions on Iran right now? Nothing. Why? Because he keeps, he's funding Iran. He's funding the war makers so he can receive proceeds from the war. It really is that simple. It really is. And you just can't imagine the audacity of a human being, the incoherence of a human being to go up to some bully pulpit somewhere, to go up to some podium somewhere, or release a statement saying this, this horrible, horrific attack was carried out by the very people I fund. Yeah. That's Joe Biden. It really is that true. And so you had three people, three killed, two men, one woman in, in Jordan, 25 injured. When, when was this happening under Trump? Never. In the last year in Afghanistan, which is a war-torn region, no Americans were killed under Trump. None. This wasn't, they, wouldn't, they would not dare do this under Trump. But when you got President uh, Fumble Bumbles up on the stage, he can, it, it, I mean, again, you can find, it was this weekend he couldn't find his way off the stage again. If you're a mullah in Iran, you're looking at the President of the United States, and they start to play the music, da na 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 and they just, he's going... <laughs> You know, and tries to do his convoluted little jog. Mm. They know we're weak. They do. All right, here's this is a longer video. I don't usually like to play them this long, but this is about a five-minute video, Chief Nerd video. Colonel Douglas McGregor says an attack on Iran could escalate into a nuclear war. Iran, by the way, most people in Iran do not want a war with us. We are wanting a war with them. Not we, not you and me. Not you and me. And somebody, maybe somebody watches this thinking, well, they just, they just bombed us. We need to bomb. Listen, you need to understand this is what the globalist left wants. This is globalist leftist, bourgeois, elitist. This is what they want. That's why they funded Hamas. You're like, Tom, you stand with Israel, though. Yes, I stand with Israel. That doesn't mean I don't, I'm not, that I'm 100% sure that the Mossad wasn't involved in October 7th, that the CIA wasn't involved in October 7th. We now know the UN was involved with October 7th. We know that now. Yeah which we'll get to in a minute, way more than I initially reported, way more than I initially thought were involved in the, in the, in the October 7th attack, attacks. But when you have to choose. In a, in a specific situation, 
you have to choose. You go, okay, am I for uh, Israel? Now, how many times does Israel attack and rape women? Zero in my lifetime. Yep. 55 years old, zero in my life. Not one, not one time. Not one. Yep. Hamas does it all the time. All the time. Attacks and rapes women and beheads people. Israel doesn't do that. So you have to choose. Sometimes it means choosing lesser of two evils. Yes, Israel doesn't do everything right. Israel is horrible on the vaccine, horrible on COVID. Issued, it put, put out vaccine passports to everybody that they call it a green pass. Don't like any of that, believe me. And I was talking about it over the last four years and 15 days to flatten the curve. But in certain situations, you have to pick a side. Iran, Israel was not asking for additional funding. They wanted us out of the Hamas situation. I'm, we're out. I, I don't want us involved in it at all. Israel can take care of their own business. They, get, they, they have plenty, plenty of military power to take care of their own business. But back to this. Chief Nerd video, Colonel Douglas McGregor. So here, listen, this is a five-minute explanation about what's actually going on in the Middle East. Play for me. This is, there is no desire on the part of Iran or anyone else in the region to go to war with us. We, however, have been desperately seeking this opportunity, looking for an excuse. Is this enough? I don't know. You have to look at American opinion polls. And remember, we always have, what, about a third of the electorate that cheers regardless of whom we bomb. I mean, if we bombed Panama tomorrow morning, a third of the electorate would stand up and say, oh, it's wonderful. I'm gr it's great. Right, right. Americans have no fear of war because it always happens on someone else's uh, soil. And that is about to change if we attack Iran. Senator Graham has said we should bomb Tehran. No surprise that he would say it as absurd as it is. But if we do anything like that, what will Iran do? Attack Israel? I, I think we will pay a heavy price. Iran has an enormous arsenal of missiles. I urge everyone to go online. It's very easy to find out and look at this enormous arsenal. Thousands of very precise, very destructive theater ballistic missiles, as well as uh, tactical ballistic missiles. They have cruise missile technology, infinite numbers of drones. Now, what was fired, I think, was a crude tactical ballistic missile by these uh, Shiite Arabs. They've been given uh, older technology uh, and allowed to have that. But the Iranians have not provided them with their top-of-the-line equipment. If those are employed, not only are they in a position to attack with great precision all of our positions in the region. Remember, we have about 57,000 Americans in uniform in the region. Uh, almost 30,000 or perhaps a little more are in uh, bases that are sitting. Yes, that's an excellent demonstration of what, what exists. Go to the right and work your way down. The ones to the right are what I would call blockbusters. Mm -hmm. these, are, these are missiles that would flatten cities, flatten military installations, destroy airfields, harbors. They're all conventional warheads. But the destructive power is enormous, and it's precise. If, if the Iranians shoot at something, they hit it. They just demonstrated that a couple of weeks ago when they struck targets in Syria and Iraq. And listen, listen they could have done infinitely more damage. I think they were all in Syria, but they could have done much more damage. Uh, they chose not to. When you destroy a Mossad position with a Kurdish man and his family who are Mossad agents— and that is in close proximity to the United States Embassy. You demolish the house, kill everybody in it, but you do no damage to anything that is American or American personnel. That should tell everyone 
they have extraordinary technology that can be used against us all over the region. They have hypersonic missiles. Now, these are of Chinese manufacture, but they are of a Russian invention originally. And these uh, hypersonic missiles are in a position to strike targets at sea. And there's no way to shoot them down or defend against them. You have a British aircraft carrier, an American aircraft carrier in the Red Sea uh, or uh, the Indian Ocean. They can be targeted because everyone now has access to overhead surveillance. Overhead surveillance with the kind of uh, ability to read the names on gravestones that did not exist in those countries 20 years ago. So their targeting is very precise. And ships at sea, regardless of whether they're nuclear or conventionally powered, are slow. These are slow-moving targets. Anyone who thinks otherwise is crazy. And, and the point is that these uh, hypersonic missiles can adjust. So if they fire these things, they will hit their targets. They, and, and, and you have mentioned Israel. If the Israelis are participating with us in direct strikes on Iran, then I think the, the arsenal will be launched in great quantities from numerous different locations, all of which we cannot be positively identified, and they will reduce most of uh, Israel to ashes. We, we need to back away from this. This will become regional and I would say semi-global very quickly. And the greatest danger is that the Israelis will respond but with the use of a nuclear weapon, particularly as they watch their cities, Tel Aviv, Haifa, and so forth, largely annihilated by these arsenals of missiles. And if that were to happen, I think that that would have catastrophic consequences for Israel and the world, far worse than anything we've seen thus far. See, the problem is, is that many Rhino Republicans, maybe maybe even some people that are watching this right now, I don't know, but many Rhino Republicans and Democrats believe that we are in the same situational, well, that's not the right verbiage, but the same situation we were uh, 20 years ago. Well, I was going to say, we have, many people have the same situa situational awareness that they had 20 years ago, where they believe that our military is so much more technically advanced than everybody else's. That's not the case. It's not that everyone needs to realize something. And I'm, I get most of my information about our, the, the state of our military from Colonel Douglas McGregor. We are incapable of crossing the oceans. I hope everybody's aware of that. I, I mean, it's amazing. Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, we're going to fight a war in Ukraine. We're going to fight a war in, ta in Taiwan. We can't cross the ocean. We don't have enough ships. We, and they're like, Tom, we can cross. Come on, we got aircraft. And listen. The Russian submarines outnumber us by a huge number, huge, and they're just as technologically advanced as our own. The most technologically advanced Navy on the planet is not the United States Navy. I am a Navy brat. I am the son of a uh, commander in the Navy, lieutenant commander in the Navy. I am the grandson of a captain in the Navy. I love the military, but we are not what we were. We, and what I mean by that is we used to be 20, 30, 40, 50 years ahead of everybody in technology. Everybody, even the Russians, that's all gone now because we spent all those years under Rhino George W. Bush, under Bill Clinton before him, and then Hussein Obama for eight years. Finally, we got Trump who started to rebuild the military, but only could get about two years of it rebuilt. And now we've got four years of Putin pop. Yep. So that we, we, have a, we have a decimated military. We do not, if we were to try to transport uh armaments or personnel across the ocean we can't we'd all we'd be sunk we wouldn't get a hundred hundred miles off our coast 
either the Pacific or the Atlantic, we would be sunk by Ru Russian and Chinese submarines. We don't have the ability. We would have the ability. We have a slight advantage in aircraft. That's it. That's it. He said overhead surveillance. Back when we were kicking butt and taking names and in Iraq and uh, Afghanistan and doing all that, which I wouldn't support any of those wars, the ridiculous wars. We got nothing out of them except a bunch of dead and, and lamed Americans. No thank you. And injured Americans. No thank you. We got absolutely nothing from it. Nothing. What did we get? Anybody in this room? Did you benefit from it, Aaron? No. Nope. Did you benefit from any of the wars? Nope. I didn't benefit from any of the wars. Nothing. You didn't even get lower gas prices. Nothing. But we had overhead surveillance. Nobody else did. Remember, we used to watch them. For those of you old enough to remember, we had Schwarzkopf come in. Remember that? Operation Desert Shield, Desert Storm, all of that. He'd come in every night, and he'd show our missiles hitting various Iraqi targets and all that. Remember? They all have that now. We, there, there is no more, you know, we're going to kill a bunch of Iraqi soldiers inside of a tank because they sleep in their tanks at night because the Iranian, tank, the, Iran, the Iranian military was about as worthless as the Iraqi military, 50, 60, 100 years behind our technology. That is not the case in any of these com combatants in this war. Iran is only lacking nukes that we know of, but as hypersonic technology, we don't have. You wear that? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just wondering, but we, they have hyper, we don't even have hypersonic technology, really. I sat and I watched one of the major Pentagon officials uh, testifying in an open session of Congress telling them, you, uh, point blank asked, do we have the hypersonic technology that China doesn't have? And if you notice what Colonel McGregor said, the hypersonic technology that they have is Russian made coming from China. We don't have it. I'm not denigrating the military. Oh, Tom's anti I'm not anti-military. I'm a military kid. I served in a, mil a paramilitary organization, Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, for 25 years of my life. I like the military. I love law enforcement. I love the military. But our current military is just a, is just a woke DEI disaster area run by galactic idiots like, my, like Mark White Rage Millie and Lloyd Austin, who disappears off the globe for five days and doesn't tell anybody. <laughs> But they have the same overhead technology as everybody else. They can see us, we can see them. Back in 2000, back in 1990, 91, Desert Storm, Desert Shield, all those different uh, Middle Eastern military conflicts, including Afghanistan, nobody had the technology that we ha have had then. Nobody had it. They all have it now. Iran is allegedly lacking Nuclear weapons, but Joe Biden just just removed all the sanctions off them. But don't worry, because Joe Biden said they're inspecting themselves. So we're all set. The Mullahs are expecting, inspecting themselves. We don't have any more inspections going on there. They're, but Joe Biden, anybody remember he did that on 9-11? He released them from their sanctions. And now the Mullahs are inspecting themselves. Iran has a huge arsenal of high-tech supersonic missiles, hypersonic missiles including what uh, Colonel McGregor calls blockbusters. Now, everyone talks nukes, nukes, nukes. There's, there's missile technology that gets delivered by conventional means that will flatten a freaking city that will take out Tampa, Florida. Done. And even if, even if Israel responds with nuclear weapons, the sheer, sheer volume of missiles coming out of Iran and all of its little acolytes around Iran will flatten Israel. And these idiots like Lindsey Graham put out a tweet, let's attack Tehran. Yeah, because he's never going to be touched by it, allegedly. And by the way, just a little side note here. 
We've had a war with Iran since we've had 160 some odd different countries spilling over our southern border, all of which from from Somalia, Muslim country, numerous other Muslim Azerbaijan. We just had the Azerbaijan uh, terrorist that was caught on video the other day saying, "You'll find out who I am." Flowing across the border, 300 on the terrorist watch list so far in the Biden administration. All the Chinese military age men, flowing, all these, all these military age men coming from communist countries. It's not racism because 160 countries, you have to pick what race I'm a racist against. <laughs> all flowing, they're, they're all here now, military age men. Do you think they're going to be activated if we start a war in the Middle East? You have Middle Eastern countries just pouring across the southern border. Remember the statistics now. 8,000 illegal entries per month under Donald Trump, 12,000 per day under Joe Biden. Remember that. Remember that. Hey, I just want to say to, hey to everybody on the chat. I'm back. I'm on the chat. I'm watching the chat. Aaron set up the technology for me. Got it right here. I'm looking at you. Uncle Wally, thanks for being a monthly supporter. Love you guys. Comment to me on the chat if you can. I know In Rumble. On, I said the chat. Uh, yeah, on Rumble, though. Yeah. Because there's yeah, chats I, on Facebook. Yeah, but they don't call it chat on Facebook. It's called the chat on Rumble. It's a Bongino thing. For me, you that watch Bongino, it just calls it the chat. So yeah, just so if you can comment, if comment, I want to say hey to you. I'm finally able to watch again. I'm looking forward to interacting with some of you guys. If you can, if you're on Facebook, since we just brought up Facebook, switch over Rumble. Tell me you just switched over Rumble. You got to switch. Simply download the app right now. You can be on Rumble. Uh, listen, even I can download download the app. Don't worry. I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying I'll never make any money off of Rumble. I'm just haven't made any money off of Rumble so far. About fourteen hundred dollars what I made off of Rumble. Been doing this podcast for the last four years and fifteen days to flatten the curve. So anyway, hey, I got uh, Julie just said hey. I got uh, it's hard to, it's hard to figure out some of the names on here. If I butcher them, I'm sorry. Hansik, love you back. God bless you guys. Uh, rumble, rumble, rumble from Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chop, uh, chopper, <laughs> chopper, super nut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, love, hey, you're the best. That's uh, I'm trying to get to K, K Walk 32. You're the best. Aphrodite, say hey, hey, love you, love you, love you guys. Appreciate you, Chris. Uh, three five two, hey Tom, hey back, love you guys. Really do appreciate you. Uh, it's Chrism actually. Hey, got one from Inglewood, Florida. Facts, <laughs> love you guys. You're awesome. So anyway, just keep on, just keep on. We're trying to get to a thousand on Rumble. We're at eight hundred twenty-two total viewers right now. Like and share, like and share, like and share. So anyway, I just wanted to tell you that. That's really what all this is all. This is what it's all about: is the love of money. Even even Joy Reid has figured out. Most of you have already seen this, but I could not resist but playing it for you. Hot mic. This Benny Johnson video. Joy Reid was caught complaining about Joe Biden starting an effing war. Play it for me. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another fucking war. <laughs> Still trying to kill the deal. So it's just funny because here's the thing with Joy Reid. First of all, she's correct. And what's really sad about a woman like Joy Reid is this. She knows how incompetent Joe Biden is, yet horrors his lies. Yep. He, he, she knows that this should not be happening, that we're going to start another, as she says, effing war, and then whores and pimps Joe Biden's agenda and his bold-faced freaking lies. 
Imagine how, how devoid of all human dignity and self-respect you have to be to know that this incompetent idiot is starting another war that's going to cost thousands upon thousands upon thousands of lives for absolutely nothing and then whoring his lies anyway. You and I are not like them. That's why we have come out from among them and been separate, just like the Lord says, 2 Corinthians 6, 17. Colonel Rob, uh, Rob Manis tweet. I see Biden continues to place our military service members in danger by telegraphing what they're going to do. Out from OSN Defender, if I got that right, senior U.S. officials have stated that the response by the United States to the one-way suicide drone attack by Iranian-backed forces this weekend against northeastern Jordan will begin soon and that it will be conducted in multiple stages over the course of several days. Thanks for telling them and telegraphing exactly everything we're going to do. Fantastic job again by the Biden administration. Getting us into a new war. Just like they said, remember Biden and the rest of you Democratic Party clowns? We're saying Donald Trump's going to get us into another war. Donald Trump's going to get us into another war. Donald Trump's going to get us into a nuclear war. Let me just ask everybody a question. Did he ever even come close to getting us into another war? Nope. Not even close. I, I never spent one second in the four years of the Trump administration concerned about a war. No. I, was not, I did not like Operation Warp Speed. I did not like his initial response to COVID. He never mandated a vaccination, and he, he opened everything up relatively quickly, but never should have shut it down to begin with, and never should have done a vaccine program in collusion with Anthony Fauci and the NIH and the CDC. And, but Donald Trump honestly didn't know any better. He should know better now. I hope he does. But Donald Trump never got us remotely close to another military conflict. Not once. Not ever. He could say anything he wanted. Remember, he even told Putin, you go into Ukraine, I'm sending a bunker buster into your home, and I know where you live. Yep. And what, 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 did, what did Vladimir Putin do, the world's most evil man? What did he do? Nothing. Kim Jong-un, he told him, he called him, remember he called him Rocket Man? Remember that? <laughs> called him Rocket Man over and over again? What did Kim Jong-un do? He stopped, military, he started, stopped missile testing immediately. Yep. Stop. No more missiles. He stopped for three years, not one missile test. Guess what Kim Jong-un is doing again now? Guess what Vladimir Putin did? Right into Ukraine. Guess what Xi Jinping is doing? Surrounding Taiwan and doing amphibious landing practices right now while conducting his military training, his winter military training in Justin Trudeau's Canada. Absolute fact, by the way. All right, mischief video. Defund the UN immediately. Hear this now. Here it was. I thought it was like 12, 15 people. No, over 190. So basically, 200 UN employees have ties to Hamas, 12 of which were involved in the October 7th attack. Play for me. So you got this Israeli dossier. It's now out, able for all of you to read. So alleging that 190 UN employees have ties with Hamas or Islamic Jihad operatives, including 12 who they claim were involved in Hamas terrorist attack on October 7th. Their alleged crimes include kidnapping an Israeli woman, raiding a kibbutz, and providing ammunition to Hamas fighters. Two, thankfully, maybe three, are actually dead. Here to discuss uh, is Oklahoma Senator and member of the Senate Armed Services Committee, Mark Wayne Mullen. So, Senator, this is a group You're in right. charge of getting aid into Gaza because the IDF is on the march looking for Hamas. What does this do to our money, uh, to our continuing donations to this organization? Well, we should stop it immediately. The IDF had been telling us from October 7th that 
the UN employees were involved in this. They said we had proof that vehicles and assets were being used by Hamas. Um, we didn't want to hear it, and I mean that as a whole. We didn't want to hear it. You know, proofs in the pudding. IDF said we'll show it to you. We continue to show. And that number that you said, over 119 or whatever the number is, is actually 49% of the UN employees that was working inside of Gaza had direct ties to Hamas. Direct ties. Uh, that is very alarming. So when we were having aid going in, I was saying this the whole time, the aid was being auctioned off by Hamas. When we were taking aid in for the for the Gaza citizens, they were actually taking it and selling it uh, and selling it to the citizens that they're trying to care about. And at the same time, we were actually funding the war. So our aid was funding their fight. And right now, there's a big push to say, hey, like Norway came out and said, hey, U.S., I understand you're angry and there's other nations that join the U.S., but this is the only way to get aid to these people. What do you say to that? They're funding the fight. They are selling the product that's going in. There's a systemic issue going on with U.N. inside of Gaza. These individuals, they don't care about the citizens. They only care about killing Israelis. Hands down, that's it. So if we can't control the money and they're using it to fund the war, then we should have stopped the flow of it. So Trump stopped it. Yeah. So basically the U.N., the U.N., uh, N-R-W-A, that's like the U-N-R-W-A or something like that is what they say. But anyway, I'm not going to bother trying to pronounce that. So I'll just call it the U.N. The U.N., and they're very, they have, like I said in the last podcast on Saturday, the U.N. takes care of all other refugees under one umbrella, and just Palestinians under the UNNRWA. And somehow what was happening was you had UN, you had Hamas assets coming in and actually selling the aid to Hamas, who would then in turn actually give it to Hamas, so then Hamas would then sell that aid to its citizenry. That's what that was happening. Remember the citizens inside of Gaza, these alleged innocent people? are the ones that about 64% clip elect Hamas to be their leadership and are dancing in the streets whenever, I mean, I'm talking about every last person dancing in the streets whenever they attack Israel. So Hamas comes in and sells the aid to buy weapons to fund the war, according to the congressman right there on the video. Hamas gets the aid, sells it for weapons, as simple as that. And the UN workers knew it. The 12 that were involved, 190 with firm connections to Hamas, it probably wasn't just 12, but 12 confirmed were actually aiding Hamas in arming themselves in fighting Israel and aimed and aided Hamas in directly in the 10-7 attack. That's a fact. But why are we, see, nobody wants to actually say things. That's all, everyone's afraid to say things. You know, I'll just use, I'll use race as an example. Like, Tom, that's dangerous. If you even, if you even think that way, you're, you're already, you've already lost ground. If you're afraid to address race, we have a black-on-white crime problem in America. Yep. I'm going to illustrate it to you in a second. We have a black... Why won't anybody say it? Because of the societal consequences. I'm going to be called a racist. Who cares? So some baby butchering, child mutilating, Goebbels censorship wanting to ban everything you do person calls you a racist. Who cares? Who cares what somebody so devoid of intelligence calls you? If a stupid person calls you a racist, that means you're the opposite of a racist because they're stupid. Everyone's afraid to say, we, we don't belong within a globe's distance to the UN. We should have no connection to the UN. We shouldn't be in the UN. Certainly shouldn't be in the UN's um, 
World Health Organization. They're one and the same. We should have no involvement in any of these organizations. But people are afraid. Listen, even conservatives, even MAGA Republicans are afraid to say it. Yeah. Freedom Caucus, as exceptions, are exceptions to that rule. But most even conservatives and legit conservatives and MAGA Republicans, a lot of them are afraid to say things like this. Why? It's true. Yep. We should not be in the U.N. and we have a white on black, uh, we have a black on white crime problem in this country. We do. And they're afraid to say there's no transgender genocide. There isn't. Where are all the transgender dead people? There isn't. It's like they were all afraid to say COVID-19 is not a problem. Was it a problem? Was it a problem? No, it's not a problem. It's a 99.9% survival virus. How is it a problem? Why do you need to be vaccinated eight times for a 99.9% survival virus? Why? Why do you need to stand six feet apart? That's just made up out of Scott Gottlieb's rectum. Why? Nobody even asks, because if you do, the societal consequence, the, the name calling, you'll be called somebody who lacks compassion. You'll be called a grandma killer. You'll be called a, a xenophobe, a homophobe. Whatever, homosexuality is a sin. Why can't people say it? You know, it's just not right for a man to have anal sex with another man. It's not right. It's not right for a woman to have sex with another woman. It's not, there is, it's not right to see two men marrying each other. It's not right. Say it out loud. It's true. If you dress up as a man and you're a woman, you're still a woman. You dress up as a woman and you're a man. You're still a man. Say it. Everyone's afraid to say things because of the societal consequences. Screw them. Screw those societal consequences. Who cares? Who cares what these baby butcherers think? Who cares what these child mutilators think? Who cares what these new world order, leftist, bourgeois elitists, who cares what they think? Say what needs to be said. Let me go to my one sponsor here. Midas Gold Group, love this, love this company. Awesome company. Give me, 30, give me 60 seconds. I'll do this in 60 seconds. Listen, when it comes to the BRICS movement, where they are trying to de-dollarize the globe, defund the dollar, you've got to buy gold. When you're staring at CBDC currency, every, just so everybody knows, everybody who's trying to launch CBDC currency, which I'm a little redundant because I'm saying central bank digital currency currency, but I just want you to know what I'm talking about. Everybody who's launching CBDC is buying gold. They're trying to enslave you while setting themselves free. Am I saying that gold is perfect? Nothing is perfect, but it's as close to perfect as perfect can get. Buy gold, and you got to buy it from the right company. Midas Gold Group is not a conservative company. It's not a Republican company. It's a MAGA company. It believes what you and I believe. It believes the election was stolen. They believe that Donald Trump is the correct and rightful president. They believe that abortion is murder. This is a MAGA company. This isn't a McConnell company, a a Lindsey Graham company. This is a MAGA company, veteran-owned, veteran-operated, MAGA-owned, MAGA-operated. And the greatest thing about Midas Gold Group is if you want gold, you get it in your hand. It is physical gold. Even if it's an IRA, you want it out of the IRA, you get the gold sent to your house. You want physical gold right now? It's the first question I asked them because I'm buying gold from them. I'm buying tens of thousands of dollars worth of gold from them. I said, can I get physical gold? They said, Tom, that's the number one thing we deal in, physical gold in your hands. So buy gold from Midas Gold Group to buy it from them because it's the right company who actually believes what you believe, like Patriot Mobile, like that. A company that actually believes what you believe, free ad for Patriot Mobile. So buy it from Midas Gold Group and tell them when you do that the TLP sent you. All right, let's go to the next thing. All right, on to my favorite subject of all time is our corrupt court system, where somebody like E. Jean Carroll can <laughs> receive another 
payout from Donald Trump of $83 million from Donald Trump for allegedly defaming her. So he came out after he was found guilty. Okay, remember how it works. Again, I, know I, I could slip. It's 927, and I could do this until 1038. True. <laughs> and talking about court systems. Because the, the, and we need to do the exact same thing to the left. What they do is haul you in front of red judges in red jurisdictions with red grand juries, red juries, red prosecutors. I mean, I blew it all up. It's all blue. Switch what I said to her from red to blue. What the Democrats do, I have it in my mind what we're supposed to be doing. I shouldn't have confused myself when I start talking about it because that's what we need to do. They haul you, a red person, a Trumpster, a, a conservative, i.e. Steve Bannon, Peter Navarro, General Flynn, Roger Stone, Donald J. Trump. They haul you in front of blue judges and blue jurisdictions, Rudy Giuliani, Alex Jones, all defamation cases, right? Haul you in front of blue judges and blue jurisdictions with blue juries, blue prosecutors, and blue appellate courts. You have absolutely no chance. None. We have to do the exact same thing for them, to them. If we feel defamed, I think Donald Trump's been defamed. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. He's been defamed by Adam Schiff. He's been defamed by Eric Swalwell. They need to be brought in front of Tampa judges. Right here in Tampa, bring them down to Sarasota. Let's bring them in front of Donald J. Trump appointed judges. Let's see how they like it. That's what has to happen. This is why it's correct to be impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas. You should be impeaching him. That's what you do now. That's the new game. Until they learn, they need to swallow the pills they've been forcing on us. Impeach them all. Bring them in front of red judges and red jurisdictions with red prosecutors, with red appellate courts, and start having them get settlements placed against them for hundreds of millions of dollars. $148 million against Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani's worth $10 million total. $10 million total. You're like, well, that's awfully rich. Not that rich. $148 million he has to give to Ruby Freeman, who put the same ballots on the same machine over and over again after he stopped counting ballots. Remember that? And he wasn't even allowed to show the video at trial showing that what he said was true. So he was, remember, he was accused of defaming her by saying that she subbed the same ballots on the same machine over and over again, and then wasn't allowed to show the video of her doing it. Because it's a blue judge in a blue jurisdiction with a blue jury and a blue prosecutor and a blue appellate court. You have no chance whatsoever. So that's what happened to E. Jean Carroll, too. That's what happened in her civil case. Everything's brought in front of a, a blue judge in New York who hates Donald Trump and Jerron being the guy right now. So E. Jean Carroll gets this $83 million. I want everyone just to see who this woman is. For just a moment, before we talk about it anymore, look at the absolute certifiable nut job this woman is. Play for me, other. This now is Eugene Carroll and her attorney, Roberta Kaplan. We really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much. Love being here. What was it like to be with Donald Trump in that courtroom? He did not attend your first trial, but he was there when it came down to the money and what it would cost him. You hadn't seen him since 1996. I hadn't seen him since... Uh, he assaulted me in, in the dressing room. And um, preparing to see him was terrifying. Uh, the days leading up, as Robert uh, brought me around stronger and stronger, um, it was so, uh, I hadn't slept, I hadn't eaten, I couldn't think, I lost my language. 
when she was trying to prepare me to go uh, to do testimony in front of Donald Trump. And then when we were in the courtroom and Robbie went to the lectern, she said, good morning, Eugene. Please state your name and spell it for the jury, for the court. And there he was, and he was nothing. He was just no power. He had, he was zero. That was, it, I was flabbergasted. And from then we just sailed through. She brought me in. She said, say your name. And I just looked at Robbie, saw he was nothing. And it what amazes me, first of all, E.G. Carroll's on drugs. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, please. Oh, Second yeah. thing, I mean, who does that in the middle of an interview? <laughs> I mean, she has to have her attorney there so she doesn't blow up her old case. But anyway, and then maybe we get their case reversed on her. But obviously this woman is severely impaired. But everyone needs to understand the precedent here. Imagine the precedent of a woman being able to, or a man, being able to get, because liberal women don't understand this. This is funny because this was actually done and I mean to tell, it's not a long story, but this is actually done. I, I, I should get it and print it out and read the whole story, but this is actually done on a college campus where you had two friends. One of the friends was accused of sexually assaulting, we'll just call this woman, Jean. So he was accused of a sexually assaulting Jean. There's no evidence. Both of them were drunk. They had sex. Nobody said no. Nobody stomped anything. Everybody willfully took their clothes off. And then the woman says, I was sexually assaulted. All right. And he got this kid was then kicked out of school. So one friend gets kicked out of school. Well, the second friend targets this woman, goes to a party with her, gets her to go to bed with him, and then does it to her and gets her kicked out of school. Says, you know what? I was sexually assaulted by this woman. She took advantage of me while I was drunk. And then they had to kick her out of the school because that's the precedent. Understand the pre they're all rejoicing. Rachel, Matt, you know, Rachel, Moscow, Mad Maddow, collusion <laughs> hoax, Maddow, tax fraud hoax, Maddow, gets nothing right on any issue ever, Maddow. When, when you take the vaccination, it stops. Right here, stops, Maddow. They're rejoicing in their happen. Listen, Maddow, you can be accused of sexual assault by anybody who can just make it up. E. Jean Carroll has no witnesses, no video evidence, no DNA, no cooperating evidence. No, no cooperating witnesses, nothing, nothing at all. As Donald Trump gets found guilty civilly of that case, which by the way, again, I don't mean to be overly redundant, but just remember how this all worked. She went to E.G. and Carol's attorneys, went to Letitia James, bought and paid for by George Soros and Act Blue Funds, and had them change the statute of limitations laws before the case. It was long since out of the statute of limitations for civil cases and criminal cases, out. And they changed it just for E. Jean Carroll's case. Look it up. It's absolute fact. It's not right-wing conspiracy theory. It's absolute fact. They changed it in the state of New York under Letitia James. So that's how she got her losses. Otherwise, it's way out of the statute of limitations. But remember, not one witness, not one piece of DNA. There's no video of them going in and out of this, this dressing room. Donald Trump, who's draped in women, gorgeous women, his entire life, and we know he's not the greatest of husbands, Lots and lots of women is going to pick E. Jean Carroll, who literally looks like she looks like somebody who's risen from the dead out of a graveyard in a Halloween movie. He would pick her? So just so you know, Democrats, there's one or two of you watching right now. You have set this precedent. Just like you set the precedent 
to get Donald Trump removed off of ballots. And then red governors were starting to remove you off of ballots. So hard. It's not hard to remove people off ballots. Just accuse them of a crime they didn't commit. Or accuse them of a crime they did commit, like Joe Biden committing treason at the southern border. That's what you want. Donald Trump's guilty of an insurrection, so pull him off the ballot. Well, Donald, you know what? Joe Biden's guilty of treason. Pull him off the ballot. Well, you can't prove it. You can't prove he committed insurrection either. No problem. Let's all let's play their game. And I don't want anybody lying. I'm not talking about lying like E.G. and Carroll. But we can haul them in front of for verifiable defamation. Absolutely. Very easy. It's all over the internet, of course. All sorts of lying and defamation. And we haul them in front of red judges and red jurisdictions and we'll let them play. We'll let them, let them receive these $90, $100 million settlements for defamation. They can enjoy those. All right, where am I at? Big Fish? All right, here we go. Big Fish. E.G. and Carroll has claimed... To have been raped, get this now, this is Megyn Kelly, had claimed to, and, and Glenn Beck, E. Jean Carroll has claimed, get this now, to have been raped seven times. Seven times. I'm looking at Aaron when I look over there. I shouldn't look at him, but I can't help it. You just kind of want a response. The only person I can see is me. <laughs> Without ever filing a police force. So she's claimed to be raped seven times. And she's being taken seriously? Big Fish video. Play for me. Th- this case was so unbelievably weak in the first place um she has her credibility is nowhere to be found she has accused a babysitter's boyfriend a dentist a camp counselor an unnamed college date an unnamed boss and uh, cbs uh cbs chief uh les moonves of either sexually harass not sorry sexually assaulting or raping her in the past i mean Wow, she's That's quite the target. Awful lot of people. She's, yeah, yeah, don't quite don't the, go, don't be alone in a room with E. Jean Carroll if you are a man. <laughs> Congratulations, Democrats! That's quite the hero you got there. That's <laughs> quite the hero. She's accused seven men of raping her. Seven men, men of sexually assaulting her, including including CBS President Les Moonves and Donald J. Trump <laughs> of raping her. And congratulations on your heroine, Rachel Maddow. MSNBC, congratulations, CNN. Jake Tapper, for your hero. Just congratulations for all Anderson Cooper. There's your hero. Anderson <laughs> Cooper, even though you're gay, you probably, you're, you're going to be accused of raping her too if she can get mon- monetary value out of it. Congratulations on this. This is your hero. Seven times she's accused people <laughs> of raping her. And then suddenly she's telling the truth. Truth for something that happened, what, 30, 25, 30 years ago? That they had to extend, change the law in New York under Letitia James so she could even bring the lawsuit? Here's more from her Colin Rugg video. Play for me, other. You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. I had such a... Such great ideas for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing in France? No? Oh, all right, all right, okay. That's a joke. All right, okay. That's a joke. (laughs) Although if, if me fishing in France 
could yeah. do something for women's rights, I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously uh, take one for the team. I All right, let me, let me, uh, <laughs> as if, as if you need persuasion in that regard. Again, it's just truly amazing the Democrats can't see the train coming down the tracks. Big light there at the end of the tunnel. Woot, woot, coming for you. Anybody can do this to you too. You know that, right? Just accuse you of raping them. Or you know what? You're like, well, that wouldn't happen to me because I'm a woman. Well, some guy can just say, just like I told you about the college kid, that's an actual story. That really happened. They can just simply say, you know, she took advantage of me. She grabbed my crotch, whatever it may be. Look how happy Rachel is. It's going to come for you too, Rachel. Kennedy came for Ellen DeGenerate. I know it's DeGeneres. <laughs> came for her. Her staff and employees said she was sexually harassing people. At any moment, it can come for you too. So rejoice all you want. If you want lawsuits, and criminal law and, and, and criminal trials uh, settled and people convicted with no evidence at all, understand that it can turn on you at any moment. Yep. At, at any moment, it can turn on you. Ask, ask Eric Adams, who wants to go fly and meet with Joe Biden about illegal immigration to the state of New York and to the city of New, in, in the city of New York. Suddenly, his campaign finance advisor gets detained, gets raided by the FBI. It can turn on you at any time. Cori Bush right now being investigated by the DOJ. I can't stand Cori Bush, but there's a reason why she's being, she's being um, uh, investigated by the DOJ. She's not useful. Yep. She's like Bob Menendez. He's not useful. So we need to get these useless Democrats out of the way. So the very thing that Cori Bush and Menendez advocate for turned on them. Yep. And, and the very thing that... Uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams advocates for turned on him. It'll turn on you too. Some guy, some Stafford just says, you know what? I was walking by and 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 and, and Ma, Ma, uh, Rachel Maddow, Moscow Maddow, she grabbed my crotch. Okay, okay. How are you going to remember the new precedent is no evidence needed, no witnesses needed, no cooperating evidence needed, no video evidence needed. Nothing is needed. That's right. You just found be found guilty. That's exactly what they did to Donald Trump. And you're rejoicing. Yay, Donald Trump has been hurt. It'll come for you. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. Here's Nikki Haley now. Just to show you the globalist, bourgeois, elitist whore that she is. And yeah, I said, I don't care. I don't care. That's what she is. She's a whore for the globalist left. Listen to what she says. Nikki Haley, Johnny Maga video. Uh, Nikki Haley just doubled down and said she trusts the ultra-liberal jurors who awarded E.G. and Carroll's $83 million lawsuit uh, settlement against Donald Trump. Play it for me. Just tell the truth as I see it. I think there have been politics played with prosecutors that have brought on some of these cases. I think there's been politics played even with the judges. But I do think American juries still get it right. They listen to the evidence. They make the decision based on the evidence. And I do still trust any American that sits on a jury. I trust that they're making the right decision. You trust any American sitting on a jury, huh, Nikki? Wait till you're the defendant. Yeah, good luck. In a blue jurisdiction with a blue judge and a blue prosecutor and a blue grand jury and a blue appellate court. Wait till you're the defendant, Nikki. And you probably will be. If you do one thing that troubles the globalist left or works the nerve of the globalist left, you'll, be, you'll suffer the same consequences as Donald Trump. You will. If you become useless to them right now, you're a very useful globalist, bourgeois, elitist, shill, whore for the globalist left. You're very, very useful for them now. But when they're tired of you, they're going to cast you out of their limo like a whore. Right? Goodbye. Yep. And you trust the, you trust 
New people from New York City or Washington, D.C., which voted 92% for Joe Biden, and you're on trial, you're to trust these people? You honestly, Nikki Haley, you honestly believe that Donald Trump raped E. Jean Carroll and then defamed her about the rape? You really believe that? At 25 to 30 years ago, he raped a woman? Who, and you notice, you notice how, how much E. Jean Carroll acts like a rape victim? She's giddy. She's happy. You ever been around us? Listen, 25 years of law enforcement. 25 years of street-level law enforcement. That's not how sexual uh, victims, victims of sexual crimes, that's not how they act. And they don't act like it 25 years later either. No. It's a horrible experience. You're not, hey, we're going to go out and buy a new wardrobe. We're going to buy new shoes. I'm going to buy my attorney uh, a fishing pole. You can go fishing in Paris, Rachel. You don't act like that if you were raped. Please. And she did, Nikki Haley. I, I mean, the, 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 Nikki Haley, to me, is way worse than Eric Swalwell. I know who Eric Swalwell is. I know who Shift is. Schiff is. I know who AOC is. I know who, who Iona Presley is and Rashida Tlaib and Alan Omar. I know who they are. But Nikki Haley tries to get in among us. I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to you, to God's holy people. For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are the worst of all. The ones who secretly slip in, slip in among you. She's just a, a globalist, warmongering whore. That's what she is. Tommy, you shouldn't say that. That's what she is. I'm saying it. That's what she is. More on this. Moon, I just have to show you this because I want to, you know, I know I'm sort of changing the subject, but, you know, Taylor Swift is like a big news item right now. I want you to notice how similar she is to E. Jean Carroll. Play it for me. Other thing, just from a security so you standpoint, think Taylor people... Swift comes out against Trump. I don't care if they write that. I'm sad that I didn't two years ago, but I can't change that. I'm saying right now that this Hold is on. something that I know is right, and you guys... I need to be on the right side of history, Taylor, and if he Taylor, doesn't win, then at least I, I, at least I tried. Taylor, here's the, here's the problem. I just want to read you what I wrote, and I'm going to try to start. I just really want you to know that this is important to me. I this totally is agree that, have with you, have the you issue. Just, have you heard first? You. Let, just yes, I've read the entire thing, and the bottom line right now, I'm terrified. I'm the guy that went out and bought armored cars. I worry for her safety as much as anybody does, maybe more. It really is a big deal. She votes against against fair pay for women. She votes against the reauthorization of the of the Violence Against Women Act, which is just basically protecting us from domestic abuse and stalking, stalking. She votes, she thinks that, that if you're a gay couple, or even if you look like a gay couple, you should be allowed to be kicked out of a restaurant. It's really basic human rights, and it's right and wrong at this point, and I can't see another commercial and see her disguising these policies behind the words Tennessee Christian values. Those aren't Tennessee Christian values. I live in Tennessee. I am Christian. That's not what we stand for. I need to do this. I need you to just, I need you to forgive me for doing it because I'm doing it. So just like Nancy Pelosi's daughter and, and son-in-law <laughs> just spontaneously deciding to do a film documentary out of nowhere on one six, just happened to be there and filming the entire thing on one six. Someone just happened to be there filming Taylor Swift saying, you know what? I'm anti Marsha Blackburn. That's what it's about. Yeah. Because it's talking about Marsha. She kept saying she, but they're talking about her dad was saying, you're going to be, you're going to come out. It's going to look like by you being against Marsha Blackburn, you're against Donald Trump. 
I should have done it two years. It just happened to be, happened to be, because she, she was, I'm sure she was getting all sorts of insults and all sorts of attacks for not being vehemently anti-Trump. So now she's just suddenly, just out of nowhere, this happens to be a video, <laughs> plan, a, a camera videotaping her right there at that moment for her to release, and she's crying and doing all these things. <laughs> just happens to be a video, video camera there, you know, out of nowhere. It's just so lucky for her to catch it. Perfectly centered on her the entire time while she does a contrived performance. Yeah. Just like Eugene Carroll. A little, a little, I'll give her credit. It's a better performance than Eugene Carroll. Yeah. But equally as nutty. Equally as crazy. Equally as nutty. Equally as beady-eyed nutville. It is absolutely crazy. But that's, that's her. So she, and, and again, let me just, so she says she's Christian. And uh, let me say this one, one thing first. So she's saying that Marsha Blackburn says that senator from Tennessee, if Marsha Blackburn wants you to, for people who own restaurants, if you even think they're homosexual, they kick them out. <laughs> you want if you even think they're homosexual, kick them out. Let alone if you know they're homosexual, you kick them out. <laughs> Let, let's find all the story. Aaron, look them all up for me. I will. Yeah. Of all the people, <laughs> of all the homosexuals kicked out of restaurants, let's just pick her hometown. Of Nashville. Pull it up for me, Aaron. Pull it up for me. Find all the homosexuals kicked out of restaurants in Nashville. Go ahead. <laughs> Type it up. Zero. 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 There are none. Zero. Just like, just like all the, tra the transgender genocide being killed by white supremacist terrorists. That's not happening. Nope. Any attacks by white supremacist terrorists is not happening. Nope. None of the things that they say is happening is happening. All the people that are being, uh, are having to move around, being dislocated around the globe. From climate change. That's not happening either. Not one thing they say is actually true. Not one thing she said is true. Marsha Blackburn wants people removed from restaurants if they're gay, or even if you think they're gay, they're going to be, oh, they have to be moved. <laughs> people actually believe this contrived performance by somebody who has zero dignity. And she says, let me attack this last bit. She says that those are Christian values. By the way, being anti-homosexual is a Christian value, just like anti-lying and anti-fornication and anti-adultery. Have you ever read the Bible? Because her, her Christianity is what Taylor creates it to be. Yeah. Ten her, her Tennessee Christian values are whatever Taylor deems them to be, whatever's convenient for Taylor so that she can continue to sin in her relationships, a habitual fornicator. And by me saying she's an habitual fornicator, by the way, she is, but second of all, that's not being anti-Christian calling her an habitual fornicator. That's actually being Christian. Yep. Because she needs to turn from her sin. That's actually a Christian value. The Bible are Christian values, Taylor, not your contrived feelings and your fake little tears. Those aren't Christian values. And nobody's kicking any gay people of any restaurants <laughs> anywhere in America, not <laughs> once ever. Look no. at the lies. Four officers were killed on 1-6. Lies. The, tra the vaccine stops transmission and infection. Lies. COVID-19 is an existential threat to your life. Lies. All lies. CO2 is an existential threat to your life. Lies. We got we to ban all assault rifles. Well, define it for me first. Define an assault rifle before we ban it. They can't. No. Define when CO2 actually becomes a problem. Give me the measurement where CO2 becomes a problem before we even talk about banning it. Shall we? Can't. So here, let me just show you this. This may seem a little bit off topic, but this is something that, that Taylor Swift, she loves to kill the unborn. Loves it. 
loves to go to the unborn. So her Christian values are in favor of this happening. Play for me. So that's her her Christian values, Taylor Swift's Christian values, kill them. Her Christian values, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, Jeremiah 1.5, kill them, right? Psalm 139.16, uh, 139, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they all written, the days fashioned for me, and as yet there were none of them. Kill them. That's Taylor Swift. Her Christian values are to butcher the unborn and vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. That's her Christian values. And by the way, that's a lot. Just leave this up for me. This is a lot of quote unquote churches in America. Yep. Where their Christian values are their humanistic love. They actually think they're more loving than love, love itself. First John 4, 16. God is love. God is love. So what, and, and if God is love and Jesus is God and, and Jesus is the word, then the word of God is love and you shall not take a human life. Exodus 23 through 17. Thou shall not take a human life. Period. Human life, Taylor. Human life. You're in favor of butchering 40 million of these babies per year that we know about. That's a UN WHO statistic. So who knows how accurate it really is. Probably double that many. That's your Christian value. Your Christian values are the values that are antithetical to Christ, which is the word of God, the Bible. No, your Christian values are your own convoluted, synapsis-firing idiocy of the gray matter between your ears. Those are your Christian values. You think you're more loving than love itself? So whenever you hear, she's crying, she's got the red eyes, and her dad, what a convoluted little cuck he is. Yeah. Oh, it's okay, honey. It's okay, honey. You're a baby butchering monster who's just lying. Homosexuals are being kicked out of restaurants just for, for people thinking they're homosexual. Give me one story. Now, we do have stories. You can bring it back to me so everyone just keeps staring at that poor baby. We have plenty of stories of Republicans being kicked out of restaurants, but no transgenders being kicked out. Yep. We got them uh, misgendered because nobody can tell what you are. When you got a giant Adam's apple <laughs> and, a, and a red wig on, you're going to be called a dude because you're a dude. <laughs> and a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, you got a, yeah, you got a Aaron just typed in five o'clock shadow. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're, you're a freaking dude. <laughs> All right, to the border. Bill Malugin video breaking. Our photographer, run these next two right Right with each other. Okay. Our photographer in uh, Jacumbo, California. Here's California. We're talking about Arizona. We're talking about, talking about Texas. Here's California, Gavin Newsom. Just witnessed two human smuggling SUVs drop off groups of illegal immigrants who trot around the border wall and enter the U.S. Play for me.
Raise your hand if you think it should be a civil offense rather than a crime to cross a border without documentation. Can we keep the hands up so we can see them? I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. We have a secure border. Will you testify under oath right now? Do we have operational control, yes or no? Yes, we do. Uh, no doubt about it, uh, our, our border is secure and... Uh, the border is closed, the border is secure. Tonight, nearly 10,000 migrants a day. That is what federal officials say they are encountering at the U.S. southern border on average in December. That's among the highest numbers ever recorded. So you saw that comment, and that goes on for three minutes. I can show you one video after another of Democrats. Just play that whenever you can, Aaron, side by side. Of one Democrat after another calling this a closed border. The video that I just played for you. That is, you have, you have these people just walking around the border wall. And they call this a closed border over and over again. Right? I mean, Mayorkas, Alejandro Mayorkas saying that this is operational control of the border. Right here. Yeah, back up. There you go. This is operational control of the border. Right here. That's operational control of the border. Just hop around the border wall. That's operational control of the border. Really? I mean, the border is secure, says Alejandro Mayorkas. Right? Right? So here's the thing. You bring it back to me. So here's the thing. What's happened in Eagle Pass, Shelby Park, Texas. So I'm just going to call it Eagle Pass. In, in, in Eagle Pass, Texas, they had thousands upon thousands of illegal entries per day. 12,000 per day that we know of. Not in Eagle Pass alone, but 12,000 per day under the Biden administration. 8,000 per month under Donald Trump. Basically 300,000 per month. So we go from 8,000 per month under, under Trump to 300,000 per month under Biden. And then they say we need comprehensive immigration form. What? Why? For what? You have the exact same dollars. Actually, you have more dollars now for the border than you did under Trump. And Trump, you had 8,000 people crossing a month. And you got 12,000 crossing a day. 8,000 a month under Trump. 300,000 a month under Biden. Why do you need comprehensive border reform? Well, what, exactly. What, what do you need? So here's, here's the thing. In Eagle Pass, they put up what? A razor wire wall. Razor wall, I mean, real, I mean, it's I, I don't know how high it is. They keep doubling down. What's happened in Eagle Pass? So let's just let's just make up some numbers here. They said thousands per day were going through Eagle Pass. So we'll just say, let's just make it easy. 3,000 people per day going through Eagle Pass, Texas. Illegals entering. So they have now put up razor wire. Aaron, can you actually put that side by side, side by right side, there yeah, so I can yeah. see that wall? Perfect. Okay, there's a little wall. That's the next video I'm going to show you. That's Dan Patrick, the Texas Lieutenant Governor. Awesome, awesome Lieutenant Governor. So that's what they put up right there. See it next to them. There's their, there's the new wall. Now, since before the wall, before they raised no, razor wire wall. I mean, let's just guess, Aaron. Shall we guess? What is that? What do you think it costs just to, to put up a razor wire wall in Eagle Pass, Texas? I don't know. Right, I mean, most 10, 10, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, yeah. max, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the wall itself is supposed to cost eight billion. For the wall, right? And Trump would have had it, could have had it, but they decided not to do it. Instead, we spend hundreds of billions, I believe it's a $150, $160 million per year yes. on illegals. We could have spent $8 billion once on a wall and kept them all out. Yes, yep. So you always have to ask a Democrat, leave this up for me. You always have to ask a Democrat when you're at one of these congressional hearings, so if you had the option, would you keep all illegals, I repeat, all illegals out of the United States of America. Then put them on the spot. They want comprehensive immigration reform to do what? You want to reform the system into what? 
being a facilitation system is what you want. We know that. So when that, that's, that's the, two, the Potomac two-step that the Democrats are playing right now. We put this bill out, and Republicans are voting against it. This border funding legislation, we're putting out the vote, and the, the, the Republicans are always saying that they want the border shut down. We're offering to spend lots more money on the border. Are you willing to shut it down, though? Right. You want to spend a lot more money at the border, but to shut the border down or to facilitate illegals into the country? That's how you fight this game. It's very, it's very simple. So back to Eagle Pass. So there's the new wall right there. Probably cost, let's just, let's just make up a number, $200,000. Yeah. Really, seriously, it's, well, it's going to cost, but it's just raise the wire. Lump together. That's all it is. Tied together. That's it. Zip tied together. That's it. Yeah. Raise the wire. Well, and the federal government didn't do Push it. Push up on. Well, and the federal government didn't do it, so it's definitely cheaper. <laughs> well, right, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, Texas so getting, we're did getting it. Pay, we're getting pennies on the dollar now. Yeah. Right, there's no federal contracts Exactly. So, you, have, you know, you got a border wall for, let's just say, $100,000, $200,000. So we'll just keep our number at $200,000. Now, it's gone from 3000 And again, I'm making that number up, but it was 1000 so I'm just picking a number. So you've gone from 3,000 illegal entries a day. Put note, I need that pick back up. Get that pick back up. There you go. You had 3,000 entry, illegal border entries per day, right there, right there in that picture. 3,000 per day has now gone to zero with razor wire. We don't need comprehensive border reform. We need razor freaking wire. Yep. Put it up everywhere. We don't even need Trump's border wall. Put razor wire. I've shown you before the Egyptian wall. Remember that, Aaron, when I put it on there? The Egyptian wall that's between the Gaza Strip and Egypt? Yeah. All it is basically is a giant chain link fence with just layer after layer after layer of razor wire. Ain't nobody goes through. So if Democrats really want comprehensive immigration reform, ask them what do they want it for? To facilitate illegals illegally into the country or to stop them from getting into the country? Now, we know that we have, we have Eagle Pass, who they simply hung up a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of razor wire and went from 3,000 entry, illegal entries per day to zero entries per day. And what was the Biden administration's response to that? Trying to take down the razor wire, suing to take down the razor wire. So obviously, their comprehensive border reform means comprehensive border facilitation of illegals. Yeah. Simple as that. Really is. It really is that simple. All right, let's go to the next one. Where am I at? I'm no angel. Well, we didn't play that one oh, yet. Oh, play it for me. I want a confrontation, but we want this border secure. And in this area of Shelby Park, Martha, uh, a few months ago, 3,000 people a day were crossing. Now it's virtually zero crossing in that area. So we've proven we can do that with the Trump wall. And remember, Trump had the border security. The president had the border secured the last year of his administration. And we were building the wall. We're now taking that on ourselves because the Biden administration has stopped building the wall. There you go. I was actually right. I get these. I watch so much of this stuff. It just <laughs> kind of seeps into my brain. But anyway, yeah, 3,000 per day to zero to zero. So we don't need a big billion dollar wall. We probably need 50, 50, 60 million dollars worth of razor wire. There you go. Done. Done. The entire country just right. I mean, nobody's getting in. Somebody put on here. I'm reading it right now. Something about razor wire. <laughs> Razor wire cuts like <laughs> cuts like bleep, whatever. I mean, <laughs> from uh, Chopper. I love I love some of your names, but I love it's Chopper Supernut. <laughs> <laughs> love their names. Seriously, I'm just kidding. Love mm. your, love your names. It's not. But I got somebody on here. Was it uh, Carl the Patriot? It's not too late. It's not too late, brother. It's not too late. Chopper Super Supernut's back on. A gun behind every blade of grass. That's right. That's true. That's true. An illegal invasion. But anyway, it's not too late. 
I'm telling you, if we get the right people in the right positions, we can, everybody always talks about the impossibility of things. Well, there's, you know, 50, 60 million illegals in the country. We can get them all out. Yeah. You can get them all out. Simple as that. Get them out. It's a very, you know what? You just kick them all, but you do what Mexico did to us. We caravan them from inside the United States to the Mexican border. Send them all into Mexico. And lo and behold, the left-tard, bourgeois, globalist, elitist president of Mexico, he'll shut up then. He'll cooperate then. It's not too late, folks. You just have to have the right people. Like, you know, Chip Roy. You, listen, I those of you who are, who are Trumpsters, I'm a Trumpster. I'm just telling you, I know he's for DeSantis, and I love Ron DeSantis, greatest governor in America. But I didn't I vote no. I'm voting Trump for him. I voted, I'm obviously would vote for Trump over DeSantis. I made that decision a while ago. But listen, Chip Roy is for real. He's a real, he, he's a real conservative. A real, he, he's really MAGA, even though he wasn't voting for Trump. He really is. They have more people like him. More people like, and I know these, none of these people are perfect. I'm just saying they're close. They're, they're, you have to kind of pick the people who are closest to your value set. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, people like that. We get them in office, get Donald J. Trump back in office. We can reverse this entire thing. We just saw him from, and from Greg Abbott, of all people, who's no fire breather. I'm stealing that term from Steve Bannon. He's no fire breather. I mean, was a, was a COVID-caving conservative. But... Doing more here than anybody else. Now, if we had Carrie Lake as governor of Arizona, she would have done more and faster than he did. Oh, yeah. Than Abbott, but that's all it takes. Put some race wire up. It's over. We don't need billions of dollars. We managed even that many millions. I'm just guessing on the millions. We can shut this whole thing down. You're not getting through race wire. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> Ain't going to happen. There's no way to happen. You're like, well, how will we help people if they get... If they're stuck in the Rio Grande, listen, we have, we have, we have plenty of equipment that can lift over Border Patrol over the race and want to go help the people who send them back into Mexico. Like, that's not very compassionate coming from a pastor. $34 trillion in debt, folks. We don't have any money. It's like we really don't have the military everybody thinks we have. We don't have it. $34 trillion in debt, scheduled to be $35 trillion in debt, and you got $150, $160, $200 billion a year going to service Illegal border entries. Illegal. I don't even like, it's very difficult for me because I don't like to call them migrants. They're illegals. Not migrants. They're illegals. There are ports of entry if you want to migrate legally. Listen to this one. I'm no angel video. 90% of the 13,000 smugglers that have been caught bringing drugs into the country are, play for me. Another huge migrant caravans launching out of southern Mexico right now, gaining steam as it heads up here. Today, we're finding out what and who is behind the millions of migrants breaking into the country. Documentary filmmaker Anthony Rubin went to South America and then traveled with a caravan all the way up to our border. Wicked jungles, death trains, cartels. He was there the whole time. But it all started in Colombia, where nonprofit groups like the Red Cross are giving migrants maps to help them get here. Consider this map which shows the route from Colombia to the United States and marks 12 U.S. border crossing points with flags. Many similar maps are distributed by other organizations. This map, distributed by the Red Cross, shows the route from Panama to the United States in painstaking detail. Well, we reached out to the Red Cross and they said their work is strictly humanitarian. But there's nothing humane about any of this, not for the American people or the migrants. The filmmaker went through the notorious Darien Gap 
a deadly jungle in Panama that migrants have to cross to go north. It's so crystal clear how people are just dropping dead left and right. If you hurt yourself somehow, there's actually zero way that you're going to get out of this jungle. And then add to that danger, people attacking you, uh, criminals on the route. Extremely dangerous. Children walking by crying, like right here. Um, this is the Trail of Tears. Now, if you survive the Darien Gap, you're put in a temporary refugee camp run by the UN. Migrants are given another map and told America is that way. After illegal aliens exit the Darien Gap and enter Panama, they are transported out of the jungle by Paragua boats and buses and moved into Panamanian refugee camps. It is here that illegal aliens are processed and given the aid and instructions necessary to continue their journey to the United States. So-called migration route maps can be found everywhere. Now, from there, you pay off the cartel to get you into Mexico. And Anthony joined a highly organized caravan whose leader held a crucifix with the words, containment is my death, etched in it. The next stop, all aboard the Migrant Express. They call it the train of death, a freight train that smuggles migrants across Mexico. And does Mexico stop it? No. At around 1 a.m., conductors intentionally stop the train about one mile from the NGO, and cartel members assist in the boarding process. Every step of the journey is facilitated by nonprofits. Hebrew nonprofits, Norwegian nonprofits, French nonprofits. They're making it easier to break into the country. Maps, trains, buses, food. And once they get here, there's no resistance. Our door's wide open. And the migrants are grateful. Por qué los migrantes le gusta Biden? Biden has a 100% approval rating with the migrants. At least they can't vote. Yeah. Now, I read you the wrong introduction to the wrong video. That was Jesse Waters. I was reading one from the previous video because I didn't read it. I just went directly to it. But anyway, so you now see it. This is all a planned operation. And you and I are paying for it. To what degree? Nobody knows yet. And we need to find out. And when we are in power, there is no forgiving and forgetting. There is no moving on. No putting the, the bygones be bygone. Let the past be in the past. We need to find out where all of our tax dollars went. How many tax dollars went to NGOs like the Red Cross that are facilitating migrants. You see the maps? It literally looked like the map that I get when I go to Bush Gardens. <laughs> Gives you a little trail to all over Bush Gardens. It looks just like that. It was put out by, I mean, you go to a camp where they have tons and tons of food for you in the middle of Panama, and it's the Red Cross that's handing out the food. Where does the Red Cross get all of its money from? Is it taxpayer dollars? Is it donations? I want to know. Catholic Charities, where, does, where do they get all their money from? They're facilitators. Now, what is, the, what is the Red Cross actually facilitating? Human trafficking, sex trafficking, drug trafficking, and labor trafficking. That's what they're doing. They're claiming to be a Good Samaritans, but what they actually are are drug trafficking, sex trafficking, and labor trafficking. That's what they are doing, and you and I are paying for it. I mean, we just saw it. This, this now there's it's 
It's irrefutable proof right here. Indisputable, irrefutable proof that you and I are paying the drug cartels to facilitate migrants all the way up from South America, all the way through Central America, all the way through Mexico, right to our southern border. And again, it's the endless symbiote that you hear me talking about all the time, where the Democrats, it's the same thing, it's the same, it's all the same thing. They start wars because they receive money from the military-industrial complex, so they purposely start wars. Why were there no wars under Donald Trump? He doesn't need the money. Joe Biden wants the money. That's why he sent his son to loot countries all around the globe. Joe Biden wants the money. Same thing here. Why do they want illegal migrants? Because you have all these NGOs at the border being funded by Democrats, and those NGOs then fund Democratic Party campaigns. And those campaign coffers don't just go to campaigns. They go into the personal uh, pockets of the very politicians where these campaign finances are being funneled to. Because they can use their campaign finances for personal expenses, i.e. Corey Bush is in trouble for doing that right now or allegedly doing that right now. And I explained earlier how that works. That's all this is about is, is symbiote circle bleeping money. That's all that it is. Symbiote money. The Red Cross, people of the Red Cross, we need, to, we need to know. What does everybody in the Red Cross get paid and who pays them? Where does the money come from? You and I are paying for the demise of our own country. It's really like taking a bat and hitting yourself in the crotch. That's what's happening right now. Boom, boom. Why is, why is my crotch hurt? Well, because you keep hitting yourself in the crotch. That's what's happening. Yep. Right now in our country. What do I got, what do I got left? Oh, go to the next one for me. Where am I at? That's, I don't even know. Oh, oh, yeah, here we are. Modern Warfare. I lost. I just lose my way because I'm talking too much. Modern Warfare with Alex Jones video. Here's Texas National Guard sending some gifts to the border. Play it for me. So I just had to show you that. Texas is doing a great job. When people are doing great, Greg Abbott, I've never been a huge fan, but he's doing a great job right now. And hopefully he'll stick. Hopefully he'll he'll uh, stand firm. Hopefully he stays in place. Hopefully he doesn't get manipulated out of it. Um, we will see. So hopefully he does. All right, that's it. 14 minutes worth of overtime. You know, one thing I want to tell you, so I'm going to get to this on Thursday, is that uh, it's from Died Suddenly. Uh, Major Tom Haviland told uh, Marie Z that a new survey is showing that embalmers all over the freaking world, I added freaking, are still finding the strange white structures inside the bodies they're embalming to this day. Um, see, vaccine rollout, so we're three years in. They're embalming uh, two years after the injection rollout. Alarmingly, they're finding them in babies and young children, just so you know. That's what's happening. That's the bourgeois globalist leftist elitist. Stick around for the post game. We'll hit that. We'll hit that hard on Thursday. Unless there's who knows, who knows what news will come out. So I can't <laughs> promise it, but I'm gonna try to. Love all you guys on the chat. Abbott's WEF. There <laughs> people. Yeah. Hey guys. This only takes a minute. Yep. Give Tom a thumb Tom and the crew a thumbs up. Thank you very much. Aaron, can you read that? Uh, 
German, something like German American 83, something like that. Thank you. Appreciate you guys in the chat. Oh, really yeah. do. Yeah. Really do. Love each and every one of you guys. I mean, I can't believe how much how much you guys are talking on here. Uh Zumza, there we go. <laughs> Great show, Tom. Appreciate you guys. Really do. Uh John Phillips, I love you, man. Love you. Been around. Love you, man. Love you right back. But anyway, back here Thursday night, 8:30, full 90 minutes of fury, or you know, like tonight, 105 minutes worth of fury. Full post game after this. Just pure videos. Stick around for it. Let's keep the numbers as big as we can for the post game. Like and share, like and share, like and share. Be on Rumble. Buy your gold from Midas Gold Group. Love each and every one of you. See you Thursday night. You need to like, you know, understand that you're not gonna spend all of eternity standing there like a bump on a log. Who's the who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, according to Matthew chapter 18, verse 4? Those who approach him like a child. And some of you, you're just you're very stoic and you're actually it's not that you're stoic, it's that you're prideful. Get those hands in the air and worship God. It's Yahweh. You're not, you're not worshiping me or the church. You're worshiping Yahweh, the almighty God of Israel, who is worthy of an uplifted hand, who is worthy of a shout of joy. He's worthy. enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, please consider investing in our program. Go to TomLipley.com and donate $25 or more and we will send you this TLP mug warmer. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.